Today on Good Stuff, Nutella Oreos, robots, and beer. Hello and welcome to Good Stuff, the Oreo podcast where we eat an Oreo, uh, only one, for an entire week. And we try and see how many calories we can squeeze out of such a, a well, well-contained nugget of flavor. Uh, it's a diet podcast. This is a podcast where we diet. We eat only an Oreo. We're on an Oreo, an, an Oreo cleanse where... The um, the cream actually acts as a a detoxifier uh, because toxins are the worst. Nobody likes a good. Nobody likes a toxin. Everybody hates a toxin. A bad toxin, yeah. A good toxin, what is that? Nobody knows. That's why we're on the Oreo cleanse. At the cocoa's alkalized, which means it's purified. I assume. Hi, welcome to Good Stuff. That's, <laughs> um, I just, that was my, my impression of what's her face from Goop? Uh, Gwyneth Paltrow? Gwyneth Paltrow. Uh, I assume that's how she talks, where she just assumes everything is a toxin. Um, a Goop sounds like a toxin. Right. It's good marketing because it's very bad. Like, it's noticeably bad in that it, you, you think about it, right? You're like, Goop. I gotta look. I gotta look into that. That's such a dumb name for something. And then you get indoctrinated and think that chemtrails are real. So that's how it happens. I think. I have this jade egg. I don't know what to do with. <laughs> don't don't say things like that while I'm taking a drink. <laughs> I saw my opportunity. And I had to go for it. Mm. Um. No, but I, I mean, look. It, it's honestly maybe good marketing. Maybe you know, like. Uh, uh, you instead of naming the thing that you're for, you're naming the thing you're against, and yeah. that's what you're fighting against. Why not? Yeah, yeah, I think that that works out. I think, uh, yeah, goop. It's just I don't know. Um, we will not be taking ad dollars from her. I don't. Really no, we don't want yeah. your your goddamn pseudoscience. Uh, unless goop does candy, then sure. All right, well, we'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> if if Oreos are determined to be truly cleansing, okay. I'm in. Yeah. And I mean, like, if they do make, uh, if they do partner up and make a special Oreo flavor, we'll have to bite the bullet and Oreo. and Bite uh, the bullet. <laughs> bullet flavored uh, Oreos. <laughs> yeah. So uh, and th- then we'll have to go for it. But uh, everything else aside, no. Nick, what Oreo uh, are we reviewing today? What is the uh, Oreo flavor? This week, we'll be talking about chocolate hazelnut Oreos. Which is not Nutella Oreos. You know, just like Thin Mints weren't, or Mint Thins were not Thinned Mints. <laughs> uh, even though they're pretty close. They're practically uh, begging for it, yeah. Yeah, the the internal flavor is not of Nutella. It's distinct in that it's chocolate hazelnut, where Nutella is chocolate hazelnut spread. There's no spread in this. Nope. Uh, There's there's a nice little big plop of chocolate hazelnut cream right in the middle. Right in the middle. It is right there, 
and you uh, enjoy it. It's a it's a double stuffer. It's a double yeah. stuffed. Uh, and this one is new this year. Yeah, this is like probably the freshest we've ever gotten an Oreo out. Well, yeah, no, because that was also Brookio's. Well, depending yeah. on when this one comes out, I might have uh, to hey, edit this. New Year's resolutions. We've been keeping up with our uh, Oreo release dates with our recording dates. And, you know, it just gets better from here. Working on it. We're trying to get it to be. You know, we're trying to do it. We're trying to get it and do it. I don't know yeah. what those words mean. Those words technically make sense together, but I don't <laughs> I don't know what I was trying to say. There is an it that we're trying to do, and there is another it, maybe the same it, that we're trying to get. Exactly. And sometimes we try to do both of those. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, um, and speaking of good timing, uh, tomorrow, well, it is uh, February 5th, so whenever this comes out. Which will be uh, February- next week. I don't know. I don't know when this one's coming out. <laughs> at all. Uh, well, this one... Uh, well, as of today, in our time, uh, it's February the fourth. Is, We're recording this on the fourth. We are yes, it's the fourth. Um, so to- our tomorrow, it will be, um, his, uh, what what are we calling it? Uh, World Nutella Day. World Nutella. I would like to give the world a Nutella, a thing, a bottle of Nutella, a bottle, a bin, no, a jar, a, j- a jar. But it's like a plastic jar. It's like a plastic jar. Yeah. What have you? What is your thoughts on Nutella, Nick? I think you like Nutella, which is not like peanut butter, which you don't like. Yeah. You, no. No. They're 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 very they're very different. They may seem related, but well, they're both um, they're both spreads. Yeah, and they both have nut in the name. Nut. Oh yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't really think of that. Uh. uh uh, I yeah, I, I don't really like it. I I feel like a lot of things can be improved with the, with Nutella on it. Yeah, it's definitely one of the most like truly indulgent things that I'm obsessed with. I I, oh, I went yeah. through like a phase where every breakfast was like Nutella and toast or something, just something oh, real. Really? It's so much. It's so delicious. It's so, it mean, gets, it's- it puts you in a good mood. You go. <laughs> It's got like a ton of sugar in it, and so of course, like you're gonna be feeling, yeah, you're gonna be feeling good at least briefly after. So oh, I, I felt it. I felt good for the rest of the day. I think uh, my my first experience with Nutella was actually on a crepe. On a crate? A, a crepe. You were sitting on a crate. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're just I, chilling I, I broke there. Broke into a shipping <laughs> container. I needed it that bad. I didn't even know it then, but I needed it. it. You're break. You broke into you. <laughs> You broke into a warehouse, you opened up a crate looking for the diamonds, and inside was nothing but Nutella. And you were like, damn it, time for a snack. I think. And I found and I found something better than diamonds. Friendship. A person was in there too. This is this is a real <laughs> mystery, what was happening in the warehouse slash shipping container. Yeah, they're they're my go-to contact for um black market Nutella. Black market Nutella. And other spreads. Have you ever had uh, black ice cream, where it's like ice cream with activated charcoal in it, because you know life is meaningless. <laughs> I guess like I don't, I don't really that, know why they did it. That was a th- thing for like a solid two months, like in 2019, 2018, 2019. I feel like it was yeah. a trend. Yeah, it, like everything had charcoal in it. All of a sudden, it was. It um, started with 
charcoal toothpaste, I feel. Yeah. And I tried some charcoal toothpaste, and I felt like the enamel was disappearing, and then I felt like my bones were dissolving, and then I was like, I gotta stop. Weird. I, um... My t- I think- my my mouth bones, just to be clear. <laughs> uh, because I'm the probably mildest form of hipster there probably is, like, I had to be counterculture in the sense that um, I didn't want to. I didn't want to have anything to do with the charcoal. Like the only place charcoal belongs is like in a grill. Yeah. And yeah. And I, I didn't. I didn't. I never tried it. Yeah. It was just such a trend. Such a. It, it was one of those. It was like a goop. It was a goop kind of situation, well, right? No, exactly. Yeah. Uh, do you know why people got into it? Why people got into activated charcoal? Yeah, and in like specifically consuming it. Why? Uh, because, uh, like we totally planned from the start, it was uh, to help uh, remove toxins from your bowels. Yes, and I. Here's the thing: activated charcoal is active, actually good at doing st- stuff like that. It's used in filters. It like can a- actually capture things. It's yeah. It I, think, is, I think Brita Brita filters have them, right? Yeah, most. It, it's like one of the most basic types of filters, right? Uh, and honestly, it's probably genuinely good as an abrasive for your teeth to clean gunk off of it. Yeah. Uh, but it's honestly, I don't know if it's actually going to do anything when you eat it. And also, uh-huh. it's the actual like act of, <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I'm skeptical, and clearly the rest of the world thought about it for like a year and then was done well so the thing is um the i read something that pretty much said the amount of charcoal you'd need to eat for it to do its advertised purpose you'd have to eat a lot of charcoal like it's yeah it's not it was not really worth it so you get negligible effects from adding it to your food or whatever yeah um and the other thing to remember is that your digestive tract and whatever that's all that's already there to help you excrete toxins to begin with so right yeah 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 <laughs> i mean so you're but you're usually the the average person's organs are good enough to handle their toxin cleansing <laughs> yeah exactly unless you have you know severe medical conditions or something right. else you, yeah you, I can't you, speak you shouldn't be eating lumps of charcoal uh at all in general um i i, I honestly I, I know I have charcoal. I had like soap that had charcoal in it and it made my skin feel incredible. And then sure. Super, and then super dry. So <laughs> I felt, so I stopped using it um, because I think it was doing too good of a job, but I, I eating it is like not going to do what you want it to do uh, <laughs> in general. What is the weirdest uh, like health thing you've done for yourself, Nick? Like, what what have you done that you're like this is either crazy and wrong but I'm desperate or you believed it until you didn't um I, I got to think about this one cuz uh, I can tell before, you mine right off the right off the bat uh I'm I'm curious to hear but the first thing that came to mind was the trend of ev- another trend of everyone sunning their buttholes did you do I, that I, I I didn't Oh. Uh, because I don't have a private enough place to do that. Um, uh, but no, I, I think probably the craziest thing that I can re- think of in memory is that I got all bundled up. Like, I masked up. I put a, 
like a mouth scarf thing over. I had a sweatshirt on and a lo- bunch of, I, and I was also in shorts, and I had to go running. I was so, I was so cooped up indoors. And this is when this you win- sunned your butthole? I'm, I'm sorry. In the middle of the winter. No, 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 sorry. I, I just had to get that thought out of my head okay. or, or else <laughs> like, it was just. Uh, where's this going? <laughs> no, I, 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 for the record, have never done that. Um, but uh, no, I went, ru- I went running in the cold a lot. I do that sometimes when like the winter gets too long and I need to, I just need physical activity. Yeah, I think, uh, I think. I can respect running in the cold. There is something nice about running. I'm not a big runner, but like I've enjoyed the times I've have gone running when it's like a little bit more brisk. I'd rather run yeah. in the cold than the heat if I had okay, to choose. I see that. So um, I get that. I don't know if it's healthy for you, but it's like nice because you're 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 generating heat and it's cooling you down as you go. Well, one one time related to this weird habit I have is that um I went running popular running spot uh, in. Uh, Massachusetts. Uh, you know, it was like middle of the winter. It was super cold. Might have been below freezing. I had shorts on because, like, my legs Yeesh. keep themselves warm enough when I'm running. Someone drove by me and took a picture. <laughs> it, it was really icy out and everything. They probably were like, "That's what is wrong with this person?" And they yeah. needed to like record this. Um, I don't feel comfortable with that. Please don't take pictures of strangers. <laughs> um, but uh. Yeah, so I guess that might be mine. I'll think if there's anything if there's anything other more weird than that. Before I get to mine, I just remembered a story of I I I think I was in New Hampshire for a stand-up show. I don't remember, but I was by myself walking down like an unfamiliar street, but not a dangerous street, nothing like that. And I was walking, I think to my car, and a car drove by. And was like, hey, man, you dropped your wallet. And I was like, all right. And I looked back and I didn't drop my wallet. And they just drove off laughing. <laughs> and I was like, that's that was your prank. Like, I was like, hey, man, like it, your shoes untied would have been more malicious than you dropped your wallet. Ha ha. No, you didn't. You're smart. Like, I don't know <laughs> what they were it's going ca- for. It's almost like a reverse heckle. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of like, we're doing something nice for you. Jake, just kidding. There was nothing wrong in the first place. Hey, genius. I love your comedy. Like, that's <laughs> saying saying supportive words in an aggressive tone. Oh, man. I can't wait for theaters to open up again so I can cheer, so I can cheer for someone on stage and then say, just kidding. Oh, don't do that. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Never do that to anyone. That's awful. No, that hurts. <laughs> I'll do it to you. Um, no, also don't. <laughs> uh, I so my unhealthy health food thing that I did, I did it for exactly two weeks. Uh, I did the five two diet, which is not a diet you should do. A hundred percent not a diet you should do. Okay. Um, I was. It was when I was thirty pounds heavier than I currently am. So I was in a. I need to lose weight mode. Cause I had just, I had really put on a shitload of, of pounds and it was like freaking me out and I wanted to like do something. The five, two diet is five days a week. You're fine. You can do whatever you want for food. Two days a week. You can only eat 500 calories. So, oh my God. Right. Which is, it's an extreme fasting diet, right? Yeah. And there are medical times, like there are dietitians who will prescribe something similar for extreme medical conditions, not for like 
slightly overweight healthy people, right? Um, because they don't need it, right? Um, sure. But I did it for two weeks. The first week, it was freaking easy, dude. I was like, I don't need that much food. <laughs> this is great. Whenever I got a little peckish, I ate a pickle and it like filled Ugh. me up. And I was like, this is great. Ugh. And uh, week two, I was like, I'm going to die. <laughs> and I was like, this might not be healthy for me. And then so after and then I stopped doing it. And after that, I had like been going on just like walks, like very long walks. Yeah. Um, and I, I, I don't think it kickstarted my metabolism to get stuff uh you know start starting to for me to lose 30 pounds eventually which mm. i did just very over a long period of time um but it was definitely not the healthiest thing i've ever done in fact i knew it was unhealthy and i was like i'm going to do this it was, <laughs> i don't know it was just a dumb dumb thing i did uh well i'm glad i'm glad you came through that okay Ugh. um i i don't even want to think about it yeah. i mean i guess yeah, I that's that's a, that's 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 a lot or a little as the case may be. And and fasting isn't necessarily unhealthy. You just have to do it correctly. <laughs> and I don't think I yeah. was. So sure. cuz you still need nutrition and like all these things and it's just just don't do it. Basically, unless your doctor tells you to do it or for it's a religious purpose and you know what you're doing, don't do it. Yeah. <laughs> like that's yeah. basically it. Right, yeah, because I mean, like the stuff that I've read, I've I've always seen like mixed reviews about reviews, reviews. Uh, you know, yeah, I, like I always mixed results, I guess, about uh, the effectiveness of uh, fasting style diets. And I, um, I don't know. I, I figure there's probably nutritionists and people who know what they're doing. I don't have that level of experience, so uh, I will try to avoid that myself because that also sounds awful, especially if you're nourishing yourself with a pickle in the meantime. Yeah. Well, I mean. No- I love not, I love not pickles, a bi- man. I not love a big pickle pickles. guy over here. God, well, because I love cucumbers, and I know that uh, you know some people don't like them, and that's fine. And some people really don't like pickles because some people don't like pickled things because it's sour, I, which is weird because I don't know sour is such a good flavor, but yeah, it's just I love I I like a good pickle and uh, like a, a <laughs> like a spear like a spear you know or even. My uh, the ultimate drunk food, uh, fried pickles. That's like so. Those the are good. Best drunk food. And, so, and some delis have like really mild, mildly pickle pickles. And Half sours or bread and butter. Maybe that. Yeah, maybe that. Yeah, I gotta think about it. But yeah, um, when you said sour is a very good flavor, you reminded me of something that uh, I experienced in the past week. Oh, and it is it is another product by Nabisco. Ooh. <laughs> And I may need to get you some of these because, or maybe you have to find them if they're still on shelves. Um, I wasn't going to share, you know, originally bring them on the podcast because not an Oreo, but Nabisco also makes Chips Ahoy, which m- m- released sometime last year, uh, Sour Patch Kids Chips Ahoy. <gasps> yeah, we talked about that on like episode two or three. Oh, did we? Yeah, we probably did. We did, because I remember it like I had a meltdown in front of the Oreo, the cookie aisle. That's right. And I was yeah, like, yeah, they yeah. make Sour Patch Kid cookies. Should I grab these? Uh, help. <laughs> like You do- you dodged a bullet, since we're all about bullets here, I guess. Um, Yeah, uh, not great. No, uh, wow. What? Really? Tell me about it. <laughs> how could how uh, could that how could that have happened to that horrible cookie? <laughs> I, I shared them with a few coworkers recently and um everyone smelled it was like this can't be good 
took a bite. This isn't good. <laughs> <laughs> and now I've got like a half box of cookies that I feel I don't want to be wasteful and throw them out, but I also don't really want to power through them either. Yeah, that's it's kind of brutal. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Um uh, so Nick, what is hold on, I need to adjust sound. I'm sorry. No, you're good. Oh, that's too loud. All right, it's fixed. Uh, okay. <clears throat> that was a good moment to fuck up my audio anyways, because now I can <laughs> now I can continue. <laughs> we yeah, we need like a little like segment break sound, like maybe like a couple of the drum beats from uh With Robin Nick. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, or just a and then yeah. you know, like you know, between yeah, between segments where we just have to do like a hard cut between things. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's get back into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. All right. <clears throat> so I, I guess I have, I think I've talked about it. Uh, I have a mead update. My mead. Oh. It's very clear now. That's it. That's my whole update is that I've made, I'm making mead. If you are new to the podcast, I'm making apple mead with two different types of apples, two types of apple mead with two different types of apples. And we're going to see what works. It's going to be great. It's aging right uh, now. How long does it take? Uh, the primary ferment is like a month. Um, but the aging process is like six months. So it's going to like, taste i opened it obviously to transfer out it off of like the gunk at the bottom i.e the yeast um, okay and uh that smelled not not great <laughs> smelled <laughs> smelled like rubbing alcohol had uh it smelled like rubbing alcohol had been poured on some granny smith apples it was just really intense <laughs> and uh, it is now it's just like very 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 clear it's really, really cool. Um, I'm very excited to like bottle it and taste it and have a jug of of mead. I think, but <laughs> what made me, I don't know what made me think of this, but when I was going to like get, <clears throat> creaky chair, when I was going to get my mead, um, my train of thought got lost. I don't know what made me think of this, but when I was going to the uh, homebrew store, I was like chatting with the dudes and they, one of the dudes was like, oh, you're making mead? Yeah, me too. Do you want to see something cool? And I was like, sure. And he pulled out like, you know those like jugs of apple juice that have like the plastic handle? Because it's like a real big jug of like Mott's apple juice or maybe not yeah. even Mott's. Uh, some sort of app juice of apple brand of apple juice that has like the big handle and it's like a big jug. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. He put all this meat in there, so it just kind of like looks like <laughs> apple juice, like regular apple juice, but like <laughs> in a jar. He's just like, isn't this like? I I look like I'm just like a vagabond on a train. Like I just have a jar, like a, a, <laughs> like a whole a whole bucket full of alcohol I've made myself, and let's go. <laughs> um but that is my meat that is my meat update and my meat date i think i've only had mead once um and it was at a renaissance fair it's good it is good it is like people say it's honey wine you know yeah 
and those I, you people know, you are right. Hand it to, you got to hand it to uh, re, uh, like ancient humans and stuff uh, to leave a bunch of like fruit and or produce lying around and then fi- see the liquid that comes out and goes like, you know what? Is this good? Yeah. I mean, fermentation is what? Like the oldest form of preservation, if you think about it. Uh, sure. Clearly, all of it's been accidents. I know that the the mythology behind I don't know if it's true, but the the legendary story behind <laughs> Belgian beer, or like the the beer made by monks, is that yeah. like it was bubbling and it was like God creating something for them. I think is like the myth. Huh. Um, Interesting. I haven't heard that. Yeah, and, and that's like you know Saint Bernardus whatever um which is honestly one of the best beers ever right and it's it's just so good but the um <clears throat> yeah the history behind it is like an i'm looking at it I'm looking it up right now the history well, behind I've... it is like the trappist monks were like also farmers or something and in a vat they they you know accidentally discovered beer essentially um but that's how it, that's how it happened, and that's what the laughing monk on the picture on the on the front is supposed to be. And I guess it's still made yeah. by like monks too, which is cool. Yeah, I, but and I think there's uh I think there's even a like a monastery like isn't Spencer Brewery in Massachusetts? Do don't they do something similar? Spencer? Yeah, yeah. probably. I, I mean, I, I there's so many different types of brewing. I I don't know if they do it the exact same way, like open fermented, probably. But yeah, I I haven't been. I was gonna go once, and I don't know. I think last year happened, and I didn't. Yeah, going, so. last year did happen. <laughs> yeah, uh, I. But just to get this thought out of my head, or I'm never gonna stop thinking about it, is that I chuckled when you said the Saint Bernardist monks because uh, I was thinking about like dogs in hooded robes. <laughs> yeah, it, 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 it just a pleasant image. I, I liked it. I like I like puppies. <laughs> my <laughs> freaking cat today. Speaking of dogs. Uh, I'm convinced there are several indications that my cat might be a dog. Just like might be a dog trapped in a cat soul. Or sorry, a dog, dog soul trapped in a cat body. One of the lives of the cat is a dog. Yeah, I think like one of his nine lives is a dog. I think that's a good (laughs) way to think about it. Um... (laughs) I'm like sitting at my my kitchen table where I do like my work and um he's literally literally across the room from me and he just like whines at me like a dog but like with a cat cat meow. So like <laughs> but like a cat meow for like 2 minutes because I didn't pet him enough when I sat down. Which is like such a dog thing. I'm pretty well, sure he's a dog. I'm pretty sure there's I, a dog life in his nine lives. Yeah, I don't know many cats that uh like actively seek out attention like that. He is the dumbest. He's a dumb dog in a cat body. It's <laughs> it's great. I love it. Um, he's the best. But he's, that's what he is. Um. Yeah. I. I um. Uh... I see, you got me thinking about dogs, and I'm thinking about the latest Boston Dynamics creation. Oh my god, Eric. the little monsters that let let are from Black Mirror. 
Yeah, yeah. Oh my um, god. I if I had a couple tens of thousands of dollars just to throw around, I I, I kind of want one. Really? Not, I want to like I'm not going to lie. No, I don't want them. I don't I maybe maybe it's the engineer in me, I don't know. <laughs> I I I really I think it's really cool. I'm I'm like I'm, I'm I mean, yes. It, it it's all very terrifying for what it probably implies for the future. However, right now, it's kind of cool. Yeah, and I like that robotics have come so far. Um like I'm thinking of like prosthetics, right? Yeah. Robot arms, man. Give me those robot well, so arms. There's already like uh this one company, a uh, guy from MIT, uh I'm blanking on the name, but uh they they have like a prosthetics feet, prosthetic feet basically, and the ankles are like adaptive. Oh wow. And like that's re- and I'm like that's really cool cuz you know, you know like losing your foot or feet is you know, makes, you know, standard walking, you know, difficult and stuff. And so, like, that kind of quality of life improvement, that's great. Yeah. But I want, like, I want a Mega Man arm, man. I just want to be able to, like, have an arm and then just, like, but instead of, like, a, it turns into a gun, it turns into, like, like a cup from, like, juice and just, or something. I, all right. So, spatula actually, for like... cooking. <laughs> <laughs> So you might like this, actually. Um, if you like the cyberpunk genre, I just recently picked up the Cyberpunk Red Rulebook. Oh, right. Uh, you were mentioning yeah, that a I, while ago y- on Not the Podcast. Yeah, because <laughs> uh, yeah, it, it turns out we are allowed to talk to each other off air. So. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, so I've been, I've been slowly learning the rules to that. So maybe someday I'll run something if you want to. And that's like supposed to be in well, Cyberpunk 2020s, 2077's Cyberpunk 2020. Yeah. Oh God! Yeah, so yeah, so the same so the same world that uh, Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven takes place in it's the same world but it takes place in twenty forty five ish. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so same world. Like, because I mean, like this is a series of, a series of tabletop games, I guess, that have been around since like the eighties. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Um, I think this is like the third official iteration of it. I think there's one that they kind of swept under the rug because it wasn't great or something. Yeah. But uh. Everyone yeah. has a fourth edition D and D. Although some people still, <laughs> some people defend fourth, and you know that's your prerogative. Sure, go for it. Friends. I'm sure there's good things that you could steal from it to like there's, amplify your games in some way. There but, are. There's you know. there's plenty of stuff that they did right. It was just not D. It was not the same game, and that bugged a lot of people. Um, yeah. Uh, it's time to review the cookie properly, Nicholas. Oh. Yeah. So the Nutella, sorry, the chocolate hazelnut cookie. <laughs> uh, yeah, we, we don't want to get the uh, the 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 chocolate hazelnut lawyers all uh, the, the Ferrero Rochero Rochera Ferrero Rochero Ferrero Rocher Ferrero Rochero or that Ferrero. It's just Ferrero, the Ferrero Group, the Italian manufacturer of branded chocolate and confectionery products. And the second biggest chocolate producer and confectionery company in the world. Did you know that uh, Ferrero also uh, consumes 25% of the world's hazelnuts? That makes sense. They should stop doing that, though. Because how, if they, if they, I mean, should they be selling them instead of consuming them? (laughs) LOL. (laughs) (laughs) This is the kind of show uh, this is today. <laughs> just no, I, 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 hey, I am here for it. <laughs> um, but it, uh, but people, 
I've got so much to say about Nutella, really. Oh, and yeah? I, yeah, I'm not sure. Like, um, yeah, yeah. Okay. Let's go another hour. Let's go another hour. Let's no. be a double episode. <laughs> <laughs> um, probably my favorite Nutella memory is the riots that happened in France when Yo, what? Uh, some supermarkets. Yeah, when. what? So uh, there was uh, this chain of supermarkets called like Intermarche or, or however you say it in French. My French pronunciation will never be there. Um, they cut the uh, the price of Nutella by 70%. And uh, there was a quote saying they're like animals, like pe- like fights are breaking out in stores because people were like right, ri- practically riding to get the stuff because people love it so much. And it was suddenly so cheap. Really? And so it's just yeah. there was like, that's the weirdest part is that there were riots in France because people because it was so cheap. Well, they were. Well, there were, quote, riots because people were storming stores to get this stuff because it was so cheap. This is back like, in 2018. Tickle me, Elmo. Yeah, kinda. Only more edible. <laughs> Slightly. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's wild. <laughs> when did that happen? <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I yeah. So it was back in 20, 2018 and I I don't. So it wasn't even, even that long ago. No, I I don't even remember the reason why they cut it. They just decided that they could, and that that's what happened. Oh my god, that's so wild. Yeah, um, it's good stuff. With Robin Nick. With with Robin Nick. <laughs> um, so uh these cookies, do you wanna give since you are uh since I'm putting you on the spot, why don't you give your review first? Sure. So um so yeah, like we were saying at the beginning, it's a double stuff chocolate hazelnut spread cookie or flavored spread cookie. Um it w- it was generally pretty good. But it's the first Oreo that I think that I felt dramatically different between um, having it in pieces and having it as a whole cookie. Really? Yeah. And I don't think I've ever had that experience before. Um, Go on. As you know, if you're eating the cookie like probably a normal person might, which is like take a bite of a cookie um, without like twisting it or whatever. I thought it was a pretty good experience. Like you can really smell like the hazelnut spread or the hazelnut ish smell to it mm-hmm. um and, and i think that, i think they really na- nailed that that flavor um without outright like copying nutella um i felt like it was a little too strong when you uh removed one of the cookie halves to it sure i and so this so like i feel like i find myself straddling ratings because you know it's a little too much one way and maybe pretty just right the other excuse me <clears throat> yeah, I agree. Um I think I think that like the filling itself is very sweet. But because it's yeah. between the two cookies, it's like balanced out. So I think it's like really I thought it was really strong in like a in terms of like quality. Um Yeah. I think it had the potential to go to S, but because oh, really? it was so because the filling was a little bit i want to say spiky <laughs> in terms of like sure. blending it like it was blended by the cookie itself um i think okay. i'd put it i'd put it in a yeah i you know that was definitely my first impression too um i think that when i ate it when i ate it as a complete cookie and i think the thing is about it that keeps it out of s 
is that it is not su- as great to eat in multiples because of how sweet the filling is. But it is such sure. a good cookie. It is so good. Yeah. <laughs> no, they they did they did a they did a good job with this one. The Nutella Oreo, which is oh, what they should have done. Oh man, that was a missed opportunity right there. Nutella Oreo. Uh, honestly, uh, Oreo hire us. Yeah, I mean after you Brookio, come on, Nutella. Yeah. We got you. <laughs> we got to get them listening. We do. They follow us now on Instagram. I mean, on Twitter, not on Instagram. Yeah. We have an Instagram, guys. If you like if you like seeing pictures of what we're eating, follow us on Instagram. Uh, yeah, I, I've, been, I've been trying to find nice little arty shots to like take of all the different Oreos and everything. It's been, uh, yeah, it's it's been, been a fun little experiment for me. <laughs> yeah, it's been fun. It's a fun thing that we do. Um, oh, this is a good one. This is a fun little, fun little, <clears throat> this is a fun little, uh, a fun little episode about a little spread from Italy. Literally? Literally. Little Italy. Only came from real Italy. Okay. Yeah, fine. <laughs> I guess. Yeah, no, it came from real Italy. Yeah, yeah, no, it really From did. the yeah, region of like Piedmont. If it doesn't come from the region of Piedmont, then it's just haze, chocolate hazelnut spread. <laughs> I think it's just sparkling hazelnut. Sparkle, sparkling hazelnut. <laughs> That's such a good stock joke, and I, I don't care. Like, it's just, it makes anything easy. It's just an easy meme template. Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I like it. Good. I good. think that's been uh, uh, an episode of Good Stuff with Rob and Nick, my friends. Um, I hope that uh, this is uh, this is February now, and I hope that February yeah. is not as crazy as January. So far, that's true. There, there's still time. There is still time. There is still time. <laughs> <laughs> I've been Rob. I've been and we hope you get dunked, babies. Please be chocolatey inside (laughs) and eat Nutella and sponsor us. Yeah, we need that money. Give us money, please. Please. Thank you for listening to Good Stuff with Rob and Nick. Good Stuff is produced by Rob Mulligan and promotional artwork by Nick Pattis. Good Stuff's theme is composed by Kenny Gray of Mess and Finesse. You can find us on Facebook and Twitter at Good Stuff Podcast. See you next week.